Hey, Jubilee, why don't you take this one? everybody and welcome to another episode of Battle Buddies Podcast. I am Logan, your DM. Hi, this is Kayla and I play Tilly the Tinder. What up? This is Kelsey and I play Tully Petal Page Waywalk at the first. My name is Jono and I play Tavin Tillabosch, the half-human hero. Hero. And we are <laughs> the, the Triple Threat. threat. Weren't we going to be Team Rocket for a while? Mm. Um, that was TR's suggestion. I, I think TR <laughs> suggested that and then... One of your lawyers brought him to the side and explained to him <laughs> copyright laws. Um, and yeah. he got bored halfway through and started trying to do a can catnip. A catnip. A catnip. So, <laughs> all right. Yeah, so last time on the podcast, you all were on Spider Island. Spider Island. I hate um, Spider Island. You did find um, a word that you were looking for. That's what I you did. Came it for. was loose. Lothlore. Lothlore. Lothlore, thank you. Yeah. Got, it. got it in one. Got it in one. Did we ever find out if the wizard that got killed was Lucian? Oh, you, you guys know what Lucian looks yeah. like. Definitely not him. Okay. Whew. Good. That would have been a little anticlimactic. Uh, that would have been an embarrassment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, this was like an old man wizard. Okay. Um, <laughs> this was just some old man that she stabbed in the back. <laughs> the wizard's still upstairs. <laughs> No, he's definitely definitely a wizard. So. Yeah, actually, but rather than me just uh, explaining these things to you, maybe maybe we make some rolls and you guys kind of explore a little bit in a second. But we weren't quite done with the recap because, as uh, Johnny was mentioning, a mysterious rogue character stabbed the wizard in the back right as you guys were all geared up for a tough fight. Then, after conversing with her for a little bit, finding out that she's a half elf as well and all this stuff. Um, you guys Harry, outside the tower. Harry was mine. I know. <laughs> then you guys walked outside the tower, and you met Hamish. Yes. Hamish. Hartfoot. Hamish Hartfoot, which uh, he's a little uh, hobbit guy who did some odd things. He like asked Tavin how many stones he had in his sword at this point, and he was checking uh, Tilly's measurements, and then he also was real. It was real specific. He wanted to make sure that your wand of fireballs had burned up and. And you didn't have that anymore. And he said some confusing stuff about just keeping you guys on the right time stream and how he always has to babysit heroes and heroes are a threat to the time that you guys are in. And then he disappeared out of existence again. And heroes are a bigger threat to the timeline than villains. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, it would be interesting if there was something going on there. Yeah. Yeah. But, but we're just, everyone's worried about all the heroes. We're just not there yet. <laughs> yeah, where would you guys like to start? You are standing outside this tower. You're on Spider Island. You still have a few hours before it gets dark again. You have a harpy friend. 
Don't we need to have uh, Eladin re- change back oh, hold all up. those chemicals? I remember her name. Olivia? Uh, I think Eladin's right. probably coming back. Okay. Well, hopefully, because we just kind of sent him off with TR. I figured we were going to send him back to the island. Are we allowed to stay in the tower, or are we going to try to open our pocket tower? Well, uh, I know we were I'll searching open it the later. tower. Okay. We were searching the tower for stuff. Can we get a giant bug exterminator? <laughs> You guys are the giant bugs. No. Are the, oh, did, no. Are there still going to be giant bugs all over the island if the wizards I don't know, dead? but you've got about four or five hours before oh. the sun sets. So. <laughs> or, well, we could just stay up in the tower, probably. You could. You could just stay in the uh, recently vacated wizard's tower. Or a pocket tower. Or or the pocket tower, since you know how to make it big and you've got a name for it now. Yeah. Loft floor. Yeah. Nailed it. Okay. <laughs> so, we're starting up there. You're, you're starting, like, where I want to pick up is basically right... After Hamish? Sounds. Right after Hamish kind of disappears, yeah. So you guys, uh, you know, right there. Well, that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, I need hmm. to sit down. Are you, yeah, huh. you, you got a lot of poison still. Guys? <laughs> well, Tavin's got a lot going on. <laughs> I can be immortal. Oh, boy. I can be... A time traveler. Oh no. I could live for. I could bend time to my will. Oh, there's. Hmm. I don't know how interested I'm in in time policing. Too bad there isn't a chronomancy school of magic. Too bad. But, like, hmm. If I was immortal, I could have so much time for spells. So much more time for spells. Hmm. You think how this is how Eladin has lived forever? Yeah, well, I gotta tell. Oh, he has lived a long time. Yeah, for him to live as long as a dragon's been alive. 300 and some odd years. Yeah, hmm. a long time. <laughs> At least, yeah. Huh. Oh, and he's a human too, isn't he? He's not like an. Is he an elf? He isn't hu- He right. is a human, from he, what I have in he, my notes. He appears human. Yeah. Huh. Hmm. Maybe I'll, uh. Talk to Eladin <laughs> a little later. <laughs> right? Oh, did somebody call my name? Oh. <sighs> he's gonna, like, stretch his arms real big, and he's, like, walking out of the woods, and he's got TR beside him. My boy! And he's, like, pulling on his arms, and he starts, he's like, man, being a bird is for druids. Uh, yeah, it is. You're kind of... Encroaching on my territory a little bit. <laughs> it's not something I like to do often. Oh, I feel so gross. Rude. Um, <laughs> so, Rude. um, you killed the wizard? Yup. No. No, we did not <laughs> kill oh, the wizard. Someone else killed someone the wizard. Someone else killed him. Oh, are they still here? No. No. Oh, I don't okay. think so. Was it a wizard? Mm-mm. No. You're sure? Positive. She was pretty did she, dark did she and do very roguish. <laughs> I I mean I I know in canon that she's an arcane trickster. She do she did spells in front of us. She's right? an arcane trickster, well, but she has a she level did, one. And what druid. she did was say some words that were unfamiliar to you. Yeah, which it's not a language that any of you guys are familiar. And she was disappearing stuff. Oh well, she did some magic, but she also killed the wizard with a knife. So I don't know. Probably not a wizard. Okay, so so we're good. But another um, wizard showed up. Tuli, we have very little time before others arrive, so maybe we should go up into the tower. It's a good thing for you to learn. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. Good, so many opportunities. All here. right. 
opportunities for towers, and there's like a channeling thing going on here. I've been thinking a lot about towers. Okay, Tavin, you sit. Well, she taps Tavin on the shoulder because she remembered her tax lessons that like Tavin just got a truth bomb dropped on, <laughs> yeah. and she was like, I could be a board. Oh, she was like, wait, wait, comforting, comfort reassuring your touches. friend, and so she's like. Pat, Pat. <laughs> like, screws up oh, with Eleanor. Thank you, Tootie. You're welcome. Here's another skeleton oh, mushroom. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to mark that down real quick. Uh, yeah, you will eventually... Okay, so you should have four at this point, and I, I have four. I think I've used one. But you didn't she, finally she learn what a skeleton mushroom is. Really well. What did they it do? Makes I forgot. Your, you it, tougher. Your skin tougher. You get like an uh, exoskeleton. Yeah. Oh, kind so, of so mechanically... It does kind of like what skeletons have, and they're um, resistant to slashing and piercing. Again. Oh, calcifice. Yeah. Ooh. So. I just uh, so, read in my notes, the ancient dragon wasn't real! <laughs> you guys... <laughs> Capitalized in red and underlined. <laughs> it wasn't real! We really, we really should probably post some photos of your... Um, Color-coded notes. My color-coded misspelled notes. So, uh, how about you guys roll initiative, and we'll see who's... For what? I'm the DM for whatever I want. Well, yeah. you know what? 17. I get 17. advantage on initiative, so boosh. <laughs> you have been talking Nat to David 20. a lot. 20! <laughs> okay. It's a uh, 17. And I got an 18. Those are really good ones. All right, so Eladin shows back up, almost as if aware that things were safe now, and hearing his name... You and him and TR go scrambling up the tower. Mm -hmm. um, Tilly, what are you going to do? Well, we have all these human creature metamorphoses people. Yes. So we promised that we would get them back to... Oh, well, we need Elodin for that. I don't know if we should organize them. So, I don't know, but Tavin's also still hurt. Tavin comfort Tavin. Yeah, he's mostly overwhelmed. Yeah. Yeah. No no one hurt his feelings, but, but it's just Tilly's, I guess, also still like, what just happened? I talked to a triumph-traveling gnome. Halfling. Halfling. Still not registering, but I still want to see my family. She's also got that on her mind. So, what are you doing? I don't know. I just, I guess, chilling. Chilling and organizing, because that's a lot easier than fighting. Organizing. <laughs> Does Tilly or, clean when she's people? stressed? Organizing the people, yeah. <laughs> Tilly cleans and organizes when she's stressed. <laughs> so, so. Just like a Disney so what does, Exactly. What does organizing people look like? I was just thinking by creature, because like if there's there's harp, harpies and like. Right. So yeah, so you want to start talking to the harpies. What other kind of creatures do you see? What other kind of like half human? Uh, minotaurs. Okay, so there's some minotaurs here. Uh, and what is what Mr. Tumnus? Uh, it, a fawn. A fawns. Fawn. Yeah. Okay. I would think there's some driders. Ooh, yeah. there's got to be some driders. Driders are like one of my favorite. There, there are definitely, definitely driders. Now, here's the thing, though, and you would know this because you went to the society. I just school. don't know how. There are actually like real fawns, and what you know about this. It just looks, by looking at these guys? It looks abnormal. Well, they mm. they are like human people that somebody tried to turn into a fawn. They weren't like born fawns. They weren't right. like, you know, like Mr. Tumnus from Chronicles of Narnia. He was right. just a fawn. This is like a human that got like Frankenstein. So we've, we've got half bull, half 
human people. Right. We've got the half bird, half woman people. We've got really sad looking dogs that are talking like people. Yeah. We've got, we've got. No. (laughs) No. Not that one. No. Not that one. No, Charlie, you're the worst. Oh, dude, it hurts every time. It does. Now I now I just have that in my head. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to derail us. No, that no, bad. it's okay. Yes, you did. You can't bring up if Nina no, if, and Alexander. If any of our listeners for some reason uh, haven't seen the anime Full Metal Alchemist, like just pause us and go do that, and if, then and then come back to us, please. Come back in a month when you finish it. I don't even know if it'll take a month because I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I binge. Well, I don't even binge watch things. Yeah. I watch the whole thing. It's like, so good. Series. It's really good. Okay, yeah. so a moment of silence. And now we're back. <laughs> <laughs> I might actually keep all that. <laughs> so anyway, I'm not going to list them all out again, but you've got like these half deer, half people, and then you've also got these creepy, like, it looks like the big bugs that you were taking. Somebody was trying to also like combine I bug guess body I could parts just clean people. out the tower while I'm at it of all those nasty spiderlings. Oh, and spider webs. Yeah. So do you Dusting sing like a cobwebs. Disney princess and get these creatures to come help you clean out the tower? Might as well. Okay. So <laughs> roll roll a d20, add your uh, cha to it. Uh, maybe persuasion. We'll yes. keep singing without fail. Uh, oh, I got an 11. I probably don't sing that well. Well, <laughs> well, I also think that these people maybe just don't trust you quite yet. And so that's kind of that's kind of thing that's going on. So, but you've kind of met more of these creatures. You understand who needs more help. They all seem very scared, even mm-hmm. of you. And then you go in and you're going to start cleaning out all the webs from the tower. This really kind of dark, scary place mm-hmm. is going to get you thinking about someplace safer because you're like cleaning now and you're working with your hands. And your mind is going to start to wander. You want to go see your people, and so you start thinking about your people. And we're going to go. Oh, flash back. And um, you remember this time, kind of like you're in the woods right now, and you're meeting all these hurt people and hurt creatures. Right. Um, you remember this time that you came across... A blank bear. <laughs> a boy? A cub, a little Aww. baby bear cub that had been separated from its mom... And it seemed like its, like, forearm on its front leg was pretty injured. And so as you approach this little baby bear, what do you do? I feed it a fish. You have fish with you. Okay, so you just got done fishing. I got done fishing by the stream. Mm -hmm. And while it's eating the fish, I set its arm, but I... Ooh. Yeah. Okay, so this sounds like an animal handling check to me. Alright. Okay, I got a 17! Oh, very great. So you are able to, like, very cautiously and timidly approach this bear, and you kind of start relating to this. Um, It definitely seems like it was maybe a weakling of its bunch, and since you can't even rage at this point, and you're like part of this barbarian clan and you kind of relate to this bear a little bit so you feed it a fish and you're able to distract enough and you set its leg and you're like oh good that that went well and then uh you take it home and how do you bring your baby cub bear home to your parents 
I don't know if I want to tell my parents right away. Okay, so this is like a, this That's is like, like a how to train your dragon kind of moment. Okay, so we're hiding, so we're hiding the bear. Yeah. Uh, so how does the first night go? Like, where does the bear sleep? How do you, so how do you hide the bear? Where I'm going to put the bear in our kind of like farm barn shed thing that we have. Because I'm guessing we probably keep horses or something like that. Because we're I don't know. You would you would maybe not have horses, but I think that you guys would have like goats and cattle and stuff. Right. So I find a place where he'll be okay, where my parents wouldn't see him. Maybe away from the goats that it would want to eat. Yes, but I would bring him a pile of fish and some okay. berries. Berries. Okay. Yeah, but good like berries that wouldn't kill him, obviously. Right. Right. Like, well, yeah, like you, you grew up in these woods and yeah. this mountain and you know. Yeah. Right. I'm just gonna tell my mom and dad like, oh hey, I'm gonna go take care of the goats because it's part of my chores. Oh okay, Tilly. <laughs> and <laughs> See how the bear does. Is anything wrong? No. Did you rage today? No. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Have fun with the goats. Thanks, Dad. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah, I go and then I go tend to the bear and then Just remember! Focus on your anger. So angry, Dad. <laughs> Yar. <laughs> Yar. Right. That. Right. <laughs> so I'm going, and then as the bear eats, does he fall asleep? As he eats. Well, after he eats, does he? Is he ready for bed? Yeah, probably. Okay. Yeah, I, he looks tired. Should I? I kind of want to stay with him in the barn. Okay. Sleep next to him for the night. Okay. So, so roll me a d20. Just don't add anything to it, just straight d20. Ooh, it's a two. Okay, so you definitely oversleep in this barn with your new bear. And your mom comes the next morning oh, no. and is like, Oh, oh, oh! Mom! Tilly! Mom! Mom! Tilly! Mom! Tilly! Mom! You have a bear. Yeah, he's my friend. And he was her. When did you meet him? Yesterday. Oh, well, okay. He's nice. Okay. I want to name him. What are you going to name your bear? I don't know yet, but I'll figure it out. Okay. What do you name your bear? Oh, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> I need like a barbarian fearbold name. What is bear and fearbold? <laughs> uh, um. Uh, Fearbulk speak giantish, so it's probably something like Burr. No. <laughs> That's a good name. Burr. Burr. Oh, maybe like uh, Outcast or something like that, or um, like Shake, 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 Shake. That's Outcast. Oh, not like that. No, I don't know. I don't know what to name shake my bear. Like a polo board picture. I don't know what to name him. Okay. Well, roll a d6. Okay. <laughs> Logan has some names. Logan's got so names. Five. Okay. You name your bear Los Fleca. That's a good name. I'm a pencil. Los Fleca. Thank you. <laughs> and that's L O S E 
Uh, hold on. L O S E. F L. F L. K A. What does it mean? Um, it means that I have a book called Table Fables, and it's just a book of lists for DMs who are lazy like me. Oh dear. It Lord. could mean Outcast if you wanted to name him Outcast. Yeah. But that seems like a really that kind seems of like a negative emo name. name. Yeah. Uh, so what does Los Fleca mean? I'll name him Little Warrior. <laughs> okay, so Los Fleca is like Little Warrior. Los Fleca sounds like it would mean Little Warrior, so that's good. Yeah, I made it. Okay, a spot. so your Little Warrior and you spend like a lot of time together. Okay. Right. Yeah. And one of the things that we've never talked about is how. Tilly finally learned how to rage, right? Right. And so, here's what I think. I think the way that Tilly finally learned how to rage is Los Fleca gets in danger one day. What's endangering Los Fleca? Maybe a bigger bear, because he feels threatened. Ooh, okay. So an even bigger bear comes at you. I like this. This is getting all brave on us. So. I'm gonna cry. So... So you're out with Los Fleca one day and you guys are like hunting together because that's what you do now. Right. And an even bigger bear comes out and Los Fleca tries to defend you and just gets swiped aside. And you just like, this primal emotion comes out of you for the first time ever. And you kind of like close your eyes and you see your bear, Los Fleca, as like this blue ghost bear. And you just like know, like, this is my spirit animal. <laughs> right? And you just roar like you've never roared before. Right, I'm not doing that right now. <laughs> and <laughs> and you charge at the bear and you roll an attack roll. <laughs> 14. And you just with what you have, which was just like you had a bow and some arrows with you, but mm-hmm. but you don't really like shoot an arrow at this bear. You just run up and like punch the arrow into the bear. Like, you know, you've mm-hmm. got the arrow shaft between your fingers and you just boosh, with the tip of the arrow and the bear is going to come back at you. So let's see how you take this. Bear. Oh, this is pretty good. So the bear is a big bear and it just swipes at you and kind of get you across like your arm and your chest. This just makes you even more angry because for the first time ever, like you've always been real weak, but like this bear pushes you and you know in your head, like that should have hurt a lot more. Right. But okay. you just like, kind of feel confident about this. So what do you do next? I'm gonna jump the bear's back maybe. <laughs> okay. Okay, so you're just gonna jump on the bear's back and here's what I want to do. Are you going for a kill? Uh, probably, because I'm angry. Because okay. I hurt my bear. So roll another attack. Ten. Uh, just a ten. So you and the bear kind of get into a tussle. Like, you get on its back for a little bit, but the bear's gonna toss you off, and now you're on your back, and the bear's, like, coming down to pin you down. So make another roll. Fifteen. Fifteen. So, like, right as this bear's, like, gonna fall on you full weight, both of its paws on your chest and just gonna like crush you and all you. You're able to like roll, get another arrow up, and just like right in its throat. Okay. And you 
killed this bear and you rescued your friendless Fleka. You skin this bear and you spend the majority of your life now wearing the skins of this bear that you killed the first day that you went out of age. That's cool. Oh, cool. But unfortunately, eventually, there comes the day where Los Fleca just becomes too big. Um, okay, because he grew up, he grew up a lot. And like he's now like a big full-grown sized bear, and you're a big full-grown sized barbarian. And your mom just tells you one day, Tilly, I know, I know that you know that this day has been coming, but Los Fleca's just too big to stay in the village, and we had a really hard winter, and he eats a lot of food, and we need the food for the people. Okay. Are you saying I gotta let go of my bear? Yes. <laughs> okay. This is gonna be really hard. <laughs> it is gonna be hard. I know. But you've, you've both grown so much. So do you want me or your father to come with you? Don't cry. <laughs> so who do you want to come with you? Maybe both my parents. Okay, okay. So they'll both walk with you like pretty far down the mountain to where the woods start. They're gonna go pretty deep into the woods. And Los Fleca's kind of, he's an intelligent bear. He's gonna kind of know what's up. He's gonna try to like act like you know, like a teenage bear would, and like Aww. I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna miss you, but Kayla, you're making me cry. <laughs> so when I'm just gonna tell him, you're my best friend, and I love you so much, but I made you something, cause we can't keep you in the village anymore. So I made you this necklace, so if I ever run into you again, I'll just know. I put it around his neck. And he's gonna like really like nuzzle into you. And you guys you guys have this hug and there's an intelligence behind his eyes as he just looks at you one last time and just kinda nods and he knows like it's just time. He's gotta go he's gotta go make his way, right? Yeah. He's getting kicked out of the den. You're and so so wonderful and if you ever come back, I'll I'll look for you or whatever. I'm sorry, I can't think. And so your dad is even gonna kind of like wipe a tear from his eye and be like, that's, that's the best bear I've ever, I've ever known. <laughs> and then your mom is going to lay her hand on your shoulder and you're just, you know, your mom's just going to say, you know, since he helped you find your spirit, he's always going to be with you. And I think in your time of need, Los Fleca would always know how to find you. I think you're right, Mom. And so... I'm going to hug Los Feca one last time before you... Oh, he started walking away. Oh. So you just run up and you catch up to him. Yeah. And he kind of like just barely kind of turns and doesn't really catch you right. And you just almost like tackle him to the ground. And, and you hug him one more time. And he's going to nuzzle you. And then, and then he'll go. And then and then you're back you're back in the tower and like you were just lost in thought so much and you like look around and you're like wow this downstairs area is like looking really clean all of a sudden. I made Kelsey cry. It hurt really bad though. All right. It hurt really bad. 
I'm so glad. I'm so glad that worked well. So. <laughs> Don't um, be, don't do me next. Things just got real. That was good. Thank you guys so much. So Tavin. Yep. Your friend Tuli told you to go sit and your friend Tilly is cleaning. You kind of left alone for a moment. Yeah, Tavin, I think... I think there's a lot going on, and he's really overwhelmed. He's dealing with probably really gotta tell Tuli about Gabriel DiMartino soon, and then like some lady knew his dad's name and teleported and time travel, but he doesn't really understand that. So he's gonna go off a little ways away from the tower, someplace that's quiet and a little bit sunny, and he's gonna sit down to just kind of work through the information that's in his head, running over a couple of times. And while he's doing that, I think he takes out the piece of rainbow fluorite, which was originally in his sword's pommel before mm-hmm. he put in the fire opal. And he'll kind of turn that over in his hands a couple of times, and I know there's a third slot that opened up. And this stone, I don't think it's magic, but he probably pops that in as just like a, a placeholder. And he's think- he's thinking about his dad that he never knew, and he's thinking about his uncle who really was kind of his dad and mm-hmm. and just how he feels about all that. Okay. What I'm curious about is, are you going to try to focus on the sword a little bit and center yourself like you've done before? I think I think after, after a few minutes he will. Okay. Yeah. This time, unlike last time, it doesn't feel like you have to try as hard. Mm-hmm. You'll kind of, you know, close your eyes and you're being quiet and you're trying to find that balance and... There's all this noise in your life right now, and you're just trying to quiet some of it down. And uh, Cleonetta will will come to you like she did before, kind of in your mm-hmm. mind's eye, in that in that like space that's not a space, right? Yeah. And she'll say, "Hey, hey, Tavin." Oh, oh, Cleonetta, right? Yeah, yeah. I suppose I never knew you as much as I thought I did. Well, it's pretty new for me too. So, um. I don't think I'm that old. Well, so you haven't always been a person. I don't think I am a person, even now. Or maybe I was, but I'm not now, right? Well, what are you? I don't know. Do people live in swords? Well, if you have a name and you can speak a language, well, that's person enough. Okay. Well... What a person supposed to do when they meet? Oh, well, they say hello and share their names. But I already thought I knew you for a while. But then it turned out that you weren't Kendrick. And I don't know if Kendrick is someone else, or if you're Kendrick, or if you're always Kendrick, but your name isn't Kendrick. Oh, I don't know. This is very confusing. But I'm Tavin, and you know that. And, and I'm Kleena, and you know that. And I don't know what makes me want to say this, but I think we're going to be friends. Well, I think so, too. And she'll just smile at that. The space that you're in yeah. will get a little bit brighter, mm-hmm. like physically brighter when she smiles a little bit. And there'll be kind of like just a better atmosphere, almost like you're breathing clearer. Even. Yeah. Great. So what do friends do? Oh, well... I've only had a couple of them, 
And with those friends, we go and save people and, you know, beat up bad guys and monsters and things. I'm good at that. Oh, we've done, yes, we've been doing that already. Yeah, that I know. And, and I can show you even more. Oh, like what? At this point, like, I think Kleena and you will basically, like, start to work on forms. Okay. And maybe it's kind of, like, a little awkward at first. Yeah. And she's not even aware of, like, where all this knowledge comes from. Yeah. But she just knows your sword is a really big sword, and so how do we maneuver this gracefully? Yeah. Right? And what, where should your feet be at what time? And also, like, your sword is big enough that you could probably, like, turn it sideways and block stuff with it if you got the timing right. Yeah. And... Uh, you know, definitely you could hide somebody littler behind the sword if you just, like, stuck it in the ground and, you know, blocked stuff. And yeah, so some more of the technical stuff instead of just, like, I know how much this thing weighs and right. how to swing it good. Right. She knows health and fitness. Even what muscle groups you need for right. your swords and, and what's, things like that. And what's good and what's a good workout routine for you. And so she'll even kind of show you that. Okay. But there will come a point where she says, you know, I think uh, I think I have to go now. But this has been fun, and you'll come see me again. Oh, definitely. Be before you go... Yes? Are you in one of the stones, or are you in the sword? I... I am definitely in the sword, but when you give me a new stone, it's like... Are there days where you give people gifts? Oh, yeah. Oh, like a birthday. Like, oh, like the day they were born. Or on Christmas, but we haven't recorded that special yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, it makes me want to celebrate. Oh. And I love, I, I love getting new, I don't know. I love it when there's new stones. Well, I'll, I'll try to find some more then. Okay. I guess just come find me later. Well, I know where to look for you. <laughs> <laughs> she'll laugh. She'll laugh at that and, and be like, yeah, okay, great. And then she'll just kind of start to fade away. And as she fades away, you, you wake back up. You definitely feel like you were gone longer than like it looks like the sun has passed. Yeah. Am I tired? Yeah. Okay. In a good way. Like, like we just got done at Planet Fitness. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, <laughs> like he's sitting there, like, in, in sword space. Yes. And he wakes up and he got a workout. And, and you're, like, sweating and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And you're going to remember, and I think because of this, like, new revelation about your sword, your memory is going to take you back to the time when your uncle first had you participate in a real raid, right? A raid? Well, maybe maybe raid isn't the right word because this was definitely a defensive. Okay. Like, there were people who came to um, uh, wipe out your elven village. Oh. And even though Tavin didn't grow up in the village, this was a desperate time and they needed all the help they can get, so Wayne definitely came back and he wasn't going to leave you behind yeah and at this point Owain would still have the great sword and he would have just instructed you like he would have given you a bow 
and just say, Tavin, you stay back. You watch my back. Mm-hmm. You're not to engage in the front lines. Um, well, I should be doing this in more of a voice. How is don't, don't engage in the front lines, my boy. You just stay in the back. You watch my back. You keep watch. You stay hidden. You stay low. How old was Tavin around this time? Or or what? It's a good question. I don't know how he ate, how he ages, but what human equivalent? Thir- 13? Okay. Thir- so, 13 so you have is like first... too young, like young than, younger than you should be to right. be in a fight, but old enough that you probably could do right. something. Yeah. Right. Okay. So yeah, you're, you're about 13, but because of your half elf blood, you are taller and you're not like bodybuilder strong. But but you you have some muscle tone behind you, wiry. Yeah, yeah. And um, and you know how to use this bow. Mm-hmm. You're just supposed to stay hidden, both both so that like you're not like announcing your presence to the other elves. Not that they would harm you if they saw you, but just you're not trying to march with the elves. Yeah. But also just because this is dangerous, and so this is the enemy of your tribe. Who is the enemy of Tavin's tribe? What Ooh. what race are they? What where do they come from? So there's high elves, wood elves, and drow, mm-hmm. typically in D and D, right? Mm-hmm. And and Eladrin. Maybe they're Eladrin. Okay. They're like other planar, other. So they're almost like alien elves. I mean, they don't come yeah. from space, but they come from Another like dimension. somewhere else. They teleport around. They do weird stuff. They're hard to track. Yeah. 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 I okay. Know. I think that's okay. a cool image. Okay. This is just something that Wayne has taught you about. Mm-hmm. Hey, like. We have these sworn em- enemies. It's one of the reasons we're living the way that we're living right now. Yeah. You know, elves used to be a lot more prominent and a lot more, you know, numerous. And he doesn't really give you all the details. He doesn't like to talk about it. But you know that Owain was in wars before. And you know that the Eladrin were just these s- sworn enemies. And it's less your people's, yeah. like announcing that we're the sworn enemies and more that the Eladrin, like there's been some offense that the Eladrin maybe don't forgive. Maybe. And if this is, this goes too far into your canon, it doesn't have to be, but maybe there is a point at which there is a split. And a lot of the elves said, for whatever reason, we have to move to the Feywild. Like we're, we're done with this plane or we're better than it or whatever reason. And some of them stayed behind. And maybe there's like a lot of tension there like we don't belong in this world or we don't belong in this plane we belong in the Feywild we're too magical for this or something like that so let's see make a history check okay oh. that's a natural one okay minus two so 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 Tavin's never even as a 13 year old never been super great at remembering the actual facts. So as far as you know, yeah. those are the facts. Yeah. Um, and as far as the listeners know now, thanks to the Nat One, those are the facts. Yeah. They're not the facts. Because <laughs> yeah. we're not, because we gotta, we're magic and we gotta go to the magic place to do the magic things, but Tavin doesn't know magic. And yeah. I don't know. So, um, so off you, off you go to this. You want to hurt us for it? The, the, this first fight. Uncle, Um, is that how you're going to (laughs) speak? Oh, oh, uncle, no, no, no. Do it again, do it again, do it again. Uh, That's not, that is not 13 year old Tavern's voice, but he, he does not sound like, oh, uncle. (laughs) 
But okay, so so your uncle joins the uh, the battle line, mm-hmm. and you're meeting uh, the Aladrin in a place of the defenders choosing. Yeah. Where do you think? Where do you think the the, the people choose? Well, why did they get to choose? Is this is this like? They sent an RSVP and they were like, hey, we're going to fight. Like, we're going to, is it like how wars used to be where we all stand in a line and it's very set ways that we do? Yeah, they've probably been doing this for centuries. I know. And it's yeah. like, all right, it's time for the summer skirmish. Like, yeah, where are we going to do it this time? I don't think it was quite like that. I, and I don't think it's scheduled. I think that you guys are very good at scouting. Okay. So you knew the movements of the enemy and you knew, okay, well, they're moving from point A to point B. When are we going to interrupt that movement? Yeah, so I think we probably tried to, I, I don't know how planar travel works, but um, they probably tried to, to cut them off and surprise them when, where they were coming in, so wherever that would be. Oh, I imagine yeah. somewhere, if, if we're wood elves, then probably somewhere like highly forested, where okay. we'd have some kind of advantage. Right. Um, where, where the physicality of the space would be to our advantage, because we're not quite as magic-y and... The woods would be a good place for you. A lot of the Ladrin are also very familiar with uh, deadly woods in the in the Feywild, yeah. but just kind of the non-magicness of your woods kind of throws them off, and they feel drained. And so it, it, it works out. Um, and your people do do a pretty good job. Um, so I want you to roll a stealth check. Okay. And uh, you don't have to worry about adding your stats. We're just rolling flat d20s because you're a 13 year old. Dude, man, that's a two. Okay. Ouch. So Jeez. during during this combat, there's definitely like a bigger elf who seems maybe just a little bit more your senior. Like maybe he's just like three or four years older than you. Yeah. And he kind of like comes across you and sees you hiding in the bushes and just kind of does the thing where he like shoulders past you like very purposefully and kind of you know what are you what are you even doing here and like tries to like knock you over with his shoulder. And, yeah. And then and then he'll just walk off. He doesn't even wait for a response. He's just gonna keep walking off and and uh, his cronies with him will kind of be like, yeah, he's only going to slow us down. Like, we can't babysit him back here and fight the Eladrin. Yeah. That's just, you know, kind of how this goes for you. But um, you continue to fall behind and you're specifically keeping an eye on Uncle Wayne. Mm-hmm. And you see it, uh, just your uncle's prowess in combat is just amazing. And you're just like, watching him swing this huge greatsword that he has, which is kind of different for elves, right? Yeah. Like, a lot of these elves are coming with uh, slimmer weapons, stuff that works well in the woods, like nets, thrown weapons, darts, and bows, like what you have. Yeah, and sabers. And and knives. Yeah, it's a lot of that. And your uncle just kind of, like, stands out with this huge sword, and he's just up front just taking great swings and... The trees start to work against your uncle a little bit at one point, though, and he just takes a swing in the ladder, gets his tree stuck, or sorry, gets his sword stuck in a tree and misses the ladder, and he needs a couple seconds to like pry it loose. So make an attack roll and see. <laughs> All right. Yep. Oh man, man. <laughs> you guys do not. Like That's them. a four. The dice, the dice have an agenda tonight. Hey, you know what though? This you've heard about this. Yeah. You, you may not remember your history very well, but you remember like combat lessons for Yonka really well, and you know that your first time in combat, you just got the nerves. Like you got yeah. butterflies, and you're nervous, and those guys were kind of mean to you, and your mm-hmm. uncle's in trouble, and so this first shot just goes wild. But what it does is, is it catches the Aladdin's attention, and he's yeah. now looking at you. Oh, and so you've never seen something like this before, but he's gonna like blink 
out of existence where your uncle was. Yeah. And your uncle's just gonna be like, no! And be ripping his sword out of the tree at this point. And then like, right in front of you, the Aladdin is gonna appear within range of you. Mm -hmm. So make make another uh, d20 roll to try to get out of the way of this one. Yeah, so, so Tavin is definitely like, wide eyes, quivering lip, like, shaking and scrambling to notch another arrow, and right. he... Oh, okay. It's a 17. Okay, so, so, you, so, so in other words, you, you pull it off, like, something snaps inside of you, and you're like, oh, this is do or die. Yeah. This Aladdin just, like, blinks right in front of you, and almost, like, the, the second that he blinks, he's got, like, a sword raised, he's gonna bring it down on you, and you just let loose this arrow, it just goes straight through this Aladrin's chest. He'll cough up a little bit and crumple to the ground. You've killed animals before. Mm-hmm. You've been with your uncle a lot before. But this is the first time you've ever killed a person. It was in self-defense. Like, you didn't have any other choice. Oh, yeah. I think that's the only person that Tavin's ever killed on the podcast. No. 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 I thought I cut off a dude's pirates. arm. You've, you've oh, yeah, we killed pirates. You've, killed, you've definitely killed pirates. That's right. That's right. Okay. Um, everybody killed pirates on that one. Um, but, yeah. Um, yeah. You, don't, you don't do this often. And maybe this is why. I think, I think this is why. It, it's just... It's never a good thing. It's never... Like, no matter how necessary it is, it's a, yeah. it's a sad, horrible feeling, I would imagine. So your uncle is going to uh, reach down an arm to you and, and help you up and just not really say anything, but just put his hand on your shoulder and look at you. Yeah. And like, there's still fighting to be done. So the rest, you guys continue for the rest of the day towards the end of this battle. Like, it looks like you're routing the enemy. Like, it mm-hmm. looks like you guys are turning the yellow joint away. They're opening up their portals to like jump back into the Feywild. They're on the run and your uncle is giving chase. There's an Eladrin who, who was hiding in the bushes and as your uncle runs by uh this eladrin kind of like gets him behind the calf and and your and your uncle falls and and drops his sword and you're gonna run up and pick up the sword what do you what do you do um i think tavin Tries to smack him broadside with the sword. I the think, signature Kendrick. Movie. I think, yeah, yeah the, his he hits him with his big metal cricket bat. And, yes, and you know tries to to go for non lethal. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Okay. And it's a and it's a nineteen. Nineteen, and and so hey, you got him when it counted, right? Yeah. So yeah, you very quickly scramble up. You you grab the sword from where your uncle dropped it, and then you just cross that last like five feet between hit you and the Eladrin. And you just bring this thing up and like bat him right um, under the chin with the flat side of the sword, just poof. Yeah. And, and he knocks over and he seems like really surprised. And the two of you kind of make eye contact. Mm-hmm. And you realize that like even though the Saladrin looks different than you, he's kind of close to your age. And there's just like this moment where you guys kind of hold eyes and he just gets up and, and scrambles away into a portal and you just kind of let him go. And then you help your uncle up. And this time your uncle's going to say, that's. Well, that's, that's twice, my boy. Twice in one day. You know what? Oh, but I... This, this sword is yours. No, you saved my life. I suppose I did, but I didn't... And I didn't do the same thing twice. Oh, but you saved my life twice. I... But I guess I did. And I think it's time. And, and like, you'll go to hand the sword back to him, and he'll just say, 
It's yours. Thank you, Uncle. It's an honor. I think that's really good. I think Tavin remembered that because that was another point in his life where he was really overwhelmed. Good. I think it reminded him of it. So actually, one more one more thing should happen um, to Tavin. You're walking back now, and you've had these thoughts, and you remember these memories, and you had a good conversation with Kleena. Another little bird is going to come up to you and, and land on like a branch that's about eye level with you. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can see that it's got something like tied to its little leg. Oh, like a note. A note? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll, I'll, go, I'll go up to it and... Oh, hello. Is that for me? The bird is just going to like cock its head at you. I'll just take the note. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the bird will be like... <laughs> oh, I guess you weren't a wizard in disguise like the last one. Uh, the bird is flown off. Um, <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that was perfect. So yeah, you open up this note, and it's from your old friend, Erin. Oh. Erin finally wrote him. No, She's going to say, Dear Tavin, I found something that I think you would find most interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Logan. That's really good. I would tell you about it in this letter. But it would be so much more fun just to see you and to show you myself. Come meet me in the library back at our old school. Does she give a date and a time? Well, like the letter is dated and you can see that it was a few days ago. Well, actually, no. It's by bird, By bird, it's a day ago. Yeah, okay. She'll sign her name and then she'll go, P.S. Here's a hint. It's about your sword. <laughs> oh, I wonder what could could it be about my sword? Maybe it's because Cleona's a girl and she's a girl. They <laughs> both want to talk. There. Two. We're, we're we're two for two. Let's yeah. see. Let's see if um if I've got if I've got something good for you two to like. You ready for uncomfortable family conversations, <laughs> oh Logan? Oh boy! <laughs> so you've gone right past the first level. You've wandered up to this wizard's tower uh, with Elodin. Okay. And Elodin's like mumbling to himself the whole time. And he's doing that thing where he like writes with his fingers in the air. And um, I think at this point of yeah. Thule knowing Elodin, she like tries to figure out what he's writing in the air and then realizes she can't, she can barely read his like normal <laughs> handwriting. Nevertheless, like the ones that he's scrolling in there, but she still tries and gets nothing. Roll, roll, well, okay, yeah. Uh, I can roll for it if you um, want me to. You, you can roll um, like perception or, yeah. That's a two. Yeah, so exactly, exactly. Nice like, tonight. Um, at Ooh. this point, you're not even sure if he's just like got Twitch or whether right. he's actually taking notes, or maybe this is more interesting, maybe he has like a magical way of like, he's just sending notes to something all the time. Ooh. We don't know. Don't but know. You, you just, you're watching his fingers as, hmm. as you guys wander up the stairs <laughs> and then TR is close behind you. And he's mumbling, he's like, the others are gonna be here soon. Who's oh, the others? Oh dear. You'll get to the landing where, you know, the dead body still is and he'll just kind of almost trip over it absentmindedly <laughs> and then like step over it and be like, oh, oh, sorry, which one, which one is this? Um, and he'll like magically turn the body so that it's not face down anymore. Mage hand it. Right. And he'll just be like, oh, oh, well, 
Himmel's dead. Himmel? Himmel. H-I-M-M-E-L. Tuli, we must, we must work quickly. Find, f- find books. Okay. We're looking for anything that could help us. Because With. secrets. We're, and? This is just, there's so much to explain in so little time. Okay, I'll just start pulling books. Okay. So and he's I'm gonna do he's gonna going do to something. Use my feet, which is or it's not my feet, my background was it which is researcher yep. or whatever yep. it's called, let me see. And that just pretty much says that I can find what I'm looking for. Right. And you're gonna have a better idea about what you're looking for because Elodin is going to reach up here and pluck out one of his hairs and and then like focus on it for a second and it's gonna glow. Ooh. And then he's gonna like very unceremoniously and and like not very tactfully and you know this now this isn't very tactful he's just gonna like <laughs> take the hair and push it on your forehead with his thumb and, <laughs> and she's like mm. and, and and you'll kind of like there'll be like a fa- small flash of light and you're gonna just get these memories from oh, Elgin real quick right? okay and so the memories that you get uh, like the first thing that the memory says is sorry Tuli there's just no time we have to do this quickly um, <laughs> but basically, there's different levels of wizard. Gotcha. And don't take this personally. I know. But you're not there yet. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but when one of the very powerful wizards, one powerful enough to keep one so great as me away, yep. dies, yep. other wizards know. Oh. And so I have a feeling that some of the other very powerful wizards are going to come to this tower mm-hmm. to try to take secrets to help themselves. And we don't want that. Nope. We want the secrets. We want the secrets. Gotcha. So whatever he was researching, we want it first. Gotcha. All right. So um, it's the background of Sage. That's what it is. Yes. So yeah, um, she's going to... We did take a quick look around when we were talking to Carrie or... Carrie? Carrie Mariel. Carrie When we were talking to Carrie Mariel, um, we did take a quick look around. So can I just kind of go to the bookshelves and yeah. pull drawers out of his yeah. study and stuff? That's what I'll do. I'll also look so, through so his pockets. So one of the pockets. things about this is, um, yeah, and you can definitely look through his pockets because he's low to the ground. Uh, cool thing about these bookshelves, all of them are at least six times higher than you. I have an Unseen Servant, and I will cast... Yep. Well, I guess I haven't rested, so I don't think I actually have Unseen Servant, but, but I have, have Mage, Mage Hand. Hand. Yeah. Right, okay. So I will right. cast Mage Hand and be, like, pulling books off the shelf. Right. Does Elodin have, like, a bag of holding on him? Seems uh, like something that a prepared person <laughs> would bring if he's, like, planning on taking books. Yeah. Elodin is wearing a black robe. Uh-huh. And that's about all you can... It, it's, you know, regular Elodin, curly hair, faraway eyes... Gotcha. Um, un, uh, like, like constant unshaven face. It's not the good looking like actor five o'clock shadow. It's it's the I haven't shaved in three days, but I don't quite have a beard. Right. <laughs> yep. Jono knows that. Yep. Um, Got a lot of well, friends. Well, with I that. know that. That's about where I am right now. Tilly right? has I a just... big backpack. Tilly does have a big backpack. Yeah. So what Tully is going to do? Is she is just going to start pulling as many books 
with Mage Hand, and she's going to right. be handing them to Thunder Rocket and being, like, stuffing it in his pockets, in his, like, anything she'd get a hold of. She, like, stuffs his backpack as right. packed as it can go, and she stuffs her backpack, which is already pretty packed, but, like, as and packed as And how are you picking go. which ones to bring? Because probably some of these are, like, you know, a wizard's first primer, and you're like, well, and, and, like, so how, what, what specifically are you looking for? She's going to ask Elodin what kind of wizard was he? Um, he turned people into animals, so I would say transmutation? Alright, so she's just gonna look for anything that looks transmutation, and I would assume I know what transmutation looks like, even though I'm not great at it. Right. So I just pull all of the transmutation stuff, and like, if anything looks kind of coded, in fact, I'll, I'll specifically instruct TR, because TR is a smart boy, he can kind of read at this point. Mm-hmm. To be like, yo, if something sounds like code, take it. Right. And I think TR would probably pick up on codes and stuff. Right. So actually, yeah, he'll be flipping through a book. He'll he'll hold up a, a page to you. And do you know what a cipher looks like? Yeah. Hey, Mom. Mom, is this a code? Yep, that's right, TR. Oh, cool. Good I job, Sue Thunder Rocket. And so as you, as you glance at this... Some of the symbols you think you might kind of recognize, but most of this is like as alien to you as it would be like if you were just learning how to read the first time. Yep. But it definitely looks kind of important. And so you guys take that. So you guys, I'm going to say, have about like eight minutes okay. that, that you're working at this. We do um, it as fast and, as we right, can. And you're, and you're doing really well. And you definitely like... Thule calls down at Tavin, that, but he's zoned out, I'm guessing. Yeah. Is he zoned out? Well, and he went away. Oh, he went away? She's like, Ta- mm, Till? Hmm. Okay. <laughs> so she just keeps stuffing. And, and you definitely find, like, some books that have, like, the dead wizard's handwriting in the margins, and you're taking those for Oh, yeah, sure. definitely. And Elodin's doing the same. You guys get a bunch of stuff, and then, uh, like, about eight minutes, a lot sooner than you were expecting... A sing-songy woman's voice is just going to come, like, floating through the air, and she's just going to be saying, Elodin! Oh. Ah, uh, and, El- yeah, exactly, like, the sound that you just made, Elodin just, like, doubles it and just <laughs> rolls his eyes, and, like, his whole body posture has gone from, like, excited to just slumped shoulders, and he's just like, oh, no, anyone but her. Why? Who's she? Oh, hello, dearie. Hello. <laughs> and Elodin, I'll keep her talking. This, you do your thing. Like fantastically dressed older woman, but like just very good looking. Even though she's not in her prime anymore, mm-hmm. she's in like very colorful robes. Whereas like Elodin's all in black. She looks very well put together. Her eyebrows, I think we said in a previous episode. On point. On point. Her eyebrows, on point. Her nails, her hands, her hair, everything, on point, right? Mm -hmm. And she's going to say, oh, Elodin, you've adopted a gnome. Excuse you? I am Thule Petal Page Waywalket the First. And she's just going to kind of like, Elodin, make sure you take care of my child. And right. she kind of like winks. Do you want me to roll and a deceptive check? Bro, yeah, you can roll. 
Um, that is an eight. Yeah, but but TR like disappears. Like great. Like she's gonna be like, what? What child? Oh, well, never mind. We're here for more important things. It's a shame about the old man. <laughs> Isn't that right, Elodin? And he's just gonna be like, like mumbling indiscernibly to himself, and like has his back to this woman not being tactful. <laughs> yeah, and still shuffling mm. through books. You know, Odin's usually a lot more chatty with his exes. Um. Oh, dear. I would never stoop so low. Oh, dear. Odin is the best wizard in the world. <laughs> yes. Yes, of course he is. Is that what he's telling people these days? He knows lots of cool stuff. Well, let me enlighten you. And when she when she waves like this, her jewelry's just gonna glitter. Um, and she waves down at your face, and she says, "I am Gwyneth the Grand." I like that name. That's a really good wizard name. Thank you. I see you like your grand jewelry, grand entrance, grand singing voice. And everything has a purpose. Would you Every- like to hear about them? Yes. Okay. So, so she spends the next hour talking to this lady? Um, uh, the downfall of wizards is, is that, that they're very into themselves. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, if you ask totally her questions. Yeah. If you She's ask like, her questions. No way. Well, like, TR is still pulling books <laughs> off the shelf and Eladin's probably doing the, the same. same. Eladin's moved up a floor. Yeah. She's like, oh, my God. So that gem, you can, like... Do all things with that. Yes, I know. Eladin oh my goodness! Doesn't pay any attention to enchanting, no, but it he really, really is doesn't. the finest of wizarding schools. It's very fine. Yes. So yeah, she's a she's obviously an enchantress, she's, right? Okay, yeah. So you're keeping her busy, and like another, not quite ten minutes goes by, <laughs> and There's another one comes. You're you're gonna hear like an explosion upstairs. Oh. And Elogen just gonna start saying words that we don't say on this podcast, <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and and then tumbling down the stairs from the next level up of this tower, this very round dwarf. Gwyneth the Grand. Who is this? Oh, this must be Athanasius. Athanasius, hello. My name is Tully Petalpage Waywalk at the first. It's a pleasure to meet you. Oh, pleasure. Something's in my back. Let me guess. Oh. Evocation. Oh, what? No. No? Evocation in my back? No. No. Uh. And and he's he's going to like stand up and he's only just like maybe six inches taller than you, Mm -hmm. but he is like much wider than you. Like, he is... Wow! I could fit, like, three of me in you. Oh, yes. You're very chunky. You're very (laughs) observant. I'm... I am, as the lady said, Athanasius. And... Oh, there it is. And he's gonna pull (laughs) off of his back this, like, bird that he fell on and almost crushed. Oh! (laughs) And it's gonna look like its feathers are, like... Freaking out, and it's Ooh. like, oh, like, like he just rolled on this bird, and he's gonna be like, oh, sorry about that, Barry, and, um, and this is like his, his familiar, and, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, no. and then he's gonna like crack his back oh, like this, no. and you're gonna hear like several pops, and be like, oh, so proper introductions. Yes, you must be new to the wizard circle. I am. 
my name is Tuli Petalpage Waywalket the first. And I, as I already stated, am Athanasius. Are you as great as Gwyneth the Grand? Oh, I'm better. You're better? I let the two argue. <laughs> so one thing that Tuli's really good at is making people angry. <laughs> She's like, what? So she just lets them go at each other. That's Tuli's emotional intelligence. (laughs) Yes. So what you have is you have like this very tall, like, like handsome woman, well-dressed, and this dwarf that constantly smells of chemicals, and they're just like, one's looking up and pointing, and the other's just like condescendingly laughing and looking down her nose at this dwarf as they argue about... Who's you better? know the difference between enchanting and this this guy he specializes in like whatever would allow for like teleportation and um, like ways of traveling faster and he can do a lot of I stuff think, like I think we said conjuration maybe but he can do a lot of stuff like walk on water and climb walls and, like, he adapts a lot of, like, animal abilities to himself so he can, like, breathe underwater with gills and stuff like that. And uh, so I don't, hmm. I don't really know what you would call that. But he's not, he's not the same as a druid. He's not shape-shifting. He's just taking what animals can do and then adapting to whatever kind of environment he's in. What was his name? Athanasius. Like just that. Athanasius? Yeah, just Athanasius. Okay. Um, yeah, he didn't introduce himself as the Grand or anything, but he will argue... Um, so this will happen for even less time than, than before because much quicker, you might actually walk up to the third level where, mm-hmm. where Elodin would be. And up on this third level, there is, there is a window and somebody with large black bird wings is going to come flying through the window. Oh. And, and then like as he comes through the window and lands on his feet, his wings are going to like morph back into his back. Uh, when he enters... The other two wizards stop their arguing. Eludin kind of stops his muttering to himself. You could hear a pin drop as Lucian steps into this room with all of you. It's you! Oh my goodness. Is this the one They're just that letting anyone in now? Excuse you, you! You let the gnome in? I took your thing! The fireball I one, took right? your fire... Wait, did I take... No, that the, was the other... Magnificent. Guy. I took your... Steve and his control rod. Yes, well, everybody makes mistakes and mine come back to haunt me all the time. Apparently. Odin, I fought this guy. Oh, oh, that's, um, good. Um, Lucian, why were you fighting Lucian? He raised a bunch of undead and attacked Glasgow. Oh my, Lucian. Keep your experiments on your own island. <laughs> Lucian's okay. the necromancer. Yeah, I got that, <laughs> right. got that. Oh, and Magnifico was his Thule. <laughs> yeah, but Thule's more confident than this. Thule's a lot yeah. more Magnifico got so many different nicknames. Well, how is your apprentice, um, Manifesto? Um, Maleficent. I, I really... Ma- ha- magic at... <laughs> I, I, I haven't tried, um, you know... The society takes what they want, and they make the rules that they want, and uh, they answer to no one. We have the power in this room to change that, but not the votes, it seems. Wait, there's a voting council? What? Oh, boy. (laughs) Uh, 
Tuli, and this will be Elodin speaking to you. Tuli, he oh means my that goodness. more. Not that we literally all take a vote. Mm. Wizards don't have time for that. It's really just that. You have a lot of time on your hands. Everybody is interested. What? You have a lot of time on your hands. I have time on my hands? Yeah, like plenty of time for long winded stories and teaching a second job and. Yes, but I'm, I'm not interested in what Lucian's interested in. His magic is filthy. I mean, yeah. And he's only here because of... It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. It does. Wh why? Lucian's just going to be staring like... If looks could kill, he's just going to be staring at Elodin. And Elodin will stay quiet, but Gwyneth will pipe in and say, Oh, well, I'll say what everyone's afraid to say. Yes, do please do. He's only here because of who his father was. And he's only about half the wizard that he was. Who is his father? Oh, well, he passed a while ago. I'm so sorry. You... what? Like, like Lucian doesn't even know how to, like, respond to an apology. <clears throat> I and am so sorry that your father passed a while ago. Like, that would be really tough. I'm still going to... We're going to bring you into the society, though, still. But this is formalities. No. Oh, Yes, well, she learned about it in her tactful lessons. I learned lessons. about it in my tactful lessons. Pat, um, Pat. Lucian, <laughs> Lucian hasn't had tactful lessons, so he doesn't know how to react, but Gwyneth will continue. And Yes, her, his, his father's name, let's see. Well, he had many, of course, like all Grand Wizards do eventually. They're known for many things. You need to get another dad instead of Elodin? But I think the one that would be most appropriate for right now... Many names, I think. But I, that's what I thought at first, too. <laughs> yeah. The one that would be best for now... Morthon. Is that alright, Lucian? We'll call him by his... given name, it seems. Just the one that his mother gave to him. That would be the best one. For now. And so. Morthon was, like, a big deal? Um, so you might have actually heard the name Morthon before. Mm-hmm. Morthon was, like, one of those big events that happened a long time ago that you learned about in this society where, like, somebody almost took over the world. Oh, well. Okay, Morthon, almost. A, a group of intrepid adventurers went and said, hey, dude, you have to share the world. And he was like, no, I don't have to share the world. And, and you know, somebody else DM'd that campaign. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah so uh, <laughs> she's going to go, oh, that's a, uh, your dad was a bad dude. My dad had, no, he wouldn't say dad. He would say my dad. <laughs> so I say it again. Father. My father had vision and Evil. Purpose. Vision and purpose. And he did more for this planet than these idiots who just sit around and serve themselves and have their nose in a book. He actually changed things. What is Elodin? Elodin, what have you ever changed with your, with your names? Have you learned the names of anything important yet? And... And Gwyneth, and he's just going to, like, rattle off on everybody. You know, Gwyneth is so more concerned with how she looks before she steps out for the day that she can't even see past her own nose. Might I say and, you look great, Gwyneth? Oh, yes, I know that, dearie. Don't listen to a word he says. He's the new one here. Well, until you came. So but, you're the new one. And, and Aladdin's going to be like, no, 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 no. 
<laughs> You're the newest? So she, no. <laughs> I'm the newest now. Yes. Um, no. You're in. I'm you, in. You're she in. hasn't even, she has Yeah. She, she hasn't even passed trials yet. Trials? Yes. Man, Eldon, you gotta get me up on these things. I've, you, you know, I'm trying to get you there slowly. Trust me, you're not, you're not there. Remember, we've said this before. You're not there yet. Yeah, I did I tell you. You're not, I know. Not there yet. You're not in. Okay. But, but keep on. I keep will. On. I'm gonna be a great. I'm, I'm rooting for you. I'm gonna be great. I think that your name could be greater than anyone's in this room. It will be. To which, like, the other two funny wizards laugh, and, <laughs> and Lucian just continues to stare daggers. <laughs> Julie's going to smile. Yes. A really big smile. Man, just, those tactical <laughs> lessons are really paying off. I like how we have the funny wizards and Lucian. <laughs> and Lucian, the, the evil, evil kid. Yes! yes. <laughs> the one who's into necromancy and has black raven wings. His dad, is, his dad is dead. Yeah, but he was really important and left him a legacy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, did I get did I get too uh, <laughs> too normal with my Lucian character? No, I, I just really realized like Lucian is like edgy emo tavern. <laughs> <laughs> Similar backstory. Wait, how old is Lucian? Uh, he's definitely like is he younger than age? everyone else here except for possibly you. Okay. Yeah, like like he he looks like he could like be the son of Elodin or the grandson of Gwyneth. You don't really know how to tell dwarves' age, especially when they're covered in so much <laughs> dirt and beard as this one is. Like, so he's kind of fantasy Kylo Ren. Lucian is a dwarf. No, no, no. no I'm saying you can't tell how Lucian compares to the dwarf because oh. you don't like you don't really know dwarf gotcha. ages that well, and this one's all covered with dirt and beard. Gotcha. So no, Lucian is not a dwarf. Can I roll to braid the dwarf's beard hair? Actually, yes. Um, because you'll see that he's struggling with it, and you'll, you'll go to help him out. Plus Jax? Yeah. All right, that is a 19. Oh, the, oh this, so good is, at this. this is so much better. Now she put some flowers in there. I'm always barbershopping this up and like. I'm always so beard. busy. I I I never have time to take care of myself. This is really easy to maintain. Um, sure. So <laughs> I used Elodin to give my sister hair first. like this. I was here first. You were here first. Mm -hmm. Yes, but Elodin was the first of our circle to be here. Sure. And <laughs> um, so I suppose you get to keep anything that you found first. Mm -hmm. But then there is the matter of um, destroying the tower. Destroying it? Why? Oh, we wouldn't want the power here falling into the wrong hands and... Mm. The three of them are going to look at Lucian. <laughs> <laughs> Awkward stare. <laughs> and Lucian is going to pretend like he doesn't know that everybody's looking at him and he's going to be like browsing through a book like he doesn't care. Like he got an iPad with his They're earphones They're talking about in. you, Lucian. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's other dangerous people out there. Just not as dangerous. In their perception. I'm not a bad guy. Mm, blowing up an entire city hall is kind of a bad guy thing to do. I didn't do that. That was Steve's fault. 
He's your construct. I, I, Steve does what you say, and now he does what I say. How does that feel to be beaten by a level five wizard? Yeah, okay, so yeah. he definitely, like, whatever book he was holding, he just throws at you. <laughs> so, do I need to catch it or dodge it? Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do this, like, contest. Oh, nice. Roll. Nice. What am I adding? I guess, like, your dex. Okay, to, to 16. Okay, so yeah, he... He like gets angry and throws this book at you, and you're, you're you throw books like you cast spells. Yeah. <laughs> oh! Also, you were level four in that episode. Yes, I but I'm two of druids, so right. two so it's two and two. Uh, yeah, that's yep. right. Um, hey, did Lucian have a thing with Pastor Powers, or was it just Magnifico? No, Lucian definitely knew Pastor Powers. Okay, I just listened to that one, so I should have remembered. So um, they both had a thing. About him, yeah. Pastor Powers acted like he'd known Lucian. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, she dodges the book. She insults yeah. him. Go yeah. on. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and so basically, it's going to devolve into like a lot of boring wizard talk that we oh, don't yeah. need to go all the way through. And I'm also very tired of role playing three characters with Multiple myself. Multiple personality <laughs> disorder. <laughs> um, yeah, I think maybe the fact that I hear voices in my head helps me DM. Oh yeah. So. It's like you've got three DMs at once. And essentially what happens in this wizard's conversation is Eldon found it so he doesn't have to stay and destroy it. Um, Athanasius is going to go ahead and stay and destroy this tower. Cool. You you do pick up that the reason that they're destroying the tower isn't just because of Lucian, but... I just cleaned the tower! (laughs) I know. Dang it! You you didn't know. (laughs) Well, Um, you you got to relax out of it. That's true. But it is a big... Like, and you kind of already knew this. You guys were picking up on this. It's a really big magic wand, right? And so, like, you can't just leave a really big magic wand on a, you know, deserted Mm -hmm. island for just anybody to come and find and, you know, uncover its secrets, right? And so they're going to leave it a pile of rubble instead. And also, it is theorized by the wizards that when they make this tower pile of rubble, the ecosystem on this small island will probably go back to normal. Oh, good. So oh, good. Um, good, good. But it is also brought up um, that they need to figure out how to turn the humans back into humans, and they might have to do that before they undo the tower. And then, of course, Elodin, being the one with the connection to the society, will sort of kind of interview and funnel these people into the society as required because they were normal people who got turned into magical creatures and that's kind of a life-changing moment. Yeah. And so some of them might be like, "Hey, I might need counseling. I want to go <laughs> be a part of this new great big magical world because they got that spark of curiosity in them that kind of makes you guys the heroes." Um, but then others are going to be kind of like, "Yeah, I just uh had a bad day and I want to go back to my life and I'm going to pretend none of this ever happened." They're going to wipe our minds. Um some of them might get mind wiped and some of them might just be like yeah, who's going to believe that you spent the last three years of your life as a cow man? Like, it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> mm-hmm. you, you know, yeah. like, like, what are you going to do? You, Can you, I go right. home? I got turned into a cow. <laughs> <laughs> you are excused. So with that, um, <laughs> so all this talk about a wizard circle. I could have done that. I could have summoned the pocket tower and then just shoved all the books in the pocket tower. Dang it. Oh, well. Tuli was just too excited. Okay. She couldn't Here's the think thing. straight. You guys, you have the sage thing, which really helped you out here because you didn't have to roll for it. Mm-hmm. And you had TR's help. You know, you'll have to take time to look at this stuff, but you you, you got the brunt of the research. And the other wizards are, like, stuck with cleanup duty, basically, because Eladum was here first. So is it beneficial to be, like, the first to a tower? Yes. Yes. 
It is. That's why you're lurking. Uh, the other wizards are gonna like look at him, like you, you had you had insider information, didn't you, dear? In fact, I'd wager a guess that you're the one who sent this lovely band of adventurers here, probably to kill this wizard for you. But we didn't kill him. Um. Yeah, that was definitely covered in this. Like. Yeah. Okay. Talk. Yeah. yeah. That, like, yeah, there was this mysterious shadow figure that came and disappeared things and then went away with a gotcha. two-headed cool, dog. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, but all this wizard talk and all this, like, mentioning about, like, a wizard circle, it, it takes you back to, like... Okay. Like, because this is definitely an experience where, like, you feel like, wow, like, you're learning even more about this oh big, huge, magical world. And, like, there's towers and there's other wizards and there's all these schools and it's so exciting. And... Lucky for you, like, nobody seems to be focusing on illusion, so that's, like, awesome. Yes! And, um... Got your name. It's not like it's the school of magic that does the least amount of damage at all. No. Totally a powerful one. Thank you, Wizards of the Coast. <laughs> right. Um, right. Or Sorcerers of the Beach. Yes. Whatever you want to call them. <laughs> or or mages Warlocks of the, of the Wharf. <laughs> mages of the Shore. So yeah, you, your memory definitely takes you back. Okay. It's just kind of like by word association because like, wow, apparently wizards have circles too. And you've known for a while now that druids had circles. Oh yeah, I have, yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. And so you, you kind of remember like that first meeting that you ever had with druids where you saw them like doing something weird. Okay. And, and then you met this old woman and like some of the dudes were like, didn't seem like interested in having you around. But this, this woman kind of like took you in, right? Right. And and she was like willing to kind of show you what they were about a little bit. To a point, But yeah. they were very hesitant about it. So you've been spending several weeks with the druids and you're coming to that spot where you found them. Right. But the, they finally, a few days ago, like brought you deeper into the woods where they actually live. Gotcha. Right? Okay, I okay. see, I see. And so they have these homes that are like in the trees. Oh. Very um, cool. Like carved out without harming the tree. Yeah. Like they're able to use science to science. to like build a hut into right. the inside of a tree without actually like hollowing it out and the tree just flourishes. And there's a lot of those sorts of things. Mm -hmm. And there's also a lot of like homes built into the ground and stuff. And if you didn't know like what you were looking for, you could walk like right past this village and, right. and not even notice it, right? Right. Because all all the houses are carved in such a way that they're all like facing the same direction, and so like if you're walking along, like they'd all all those entrances would be like facing away from you, right? Yeah. And you'd just be walking by normal trees and stuff. So you have to be approaching it just right to even see that these things are there. You're with this woman, right? Mm-hmm. She's very old. Her skin. You've seen now these spells where the druids can almost give themselves like skin like bark to defend themselves. Yes, their science makes them tougher. Right. And, uh, but this woman almost seems like even when she's not casting that spell, her skin is just like tough and leathery. Right, from the sun, obviously. Not yeah. magic. Yeah. It's interesting because when she wants to, she moves like an old lady. Mm -hmm. But then there's this spryness. Right. Um, in her step, probably just a good diet and good exercise. Of course, yeah. Um, I don't know about magic yet. And there's a twinkle in her eye, like like she's always got a secret. Yeah. Um, okay. And she tells she tells you, Tuli, 
What do you think of our community? Well, you grow plants really well, and I am very interested in that, like we discussed, and I really am interested in, like, reviving those plants so that I can use them for research. So, like, if we can really get into that plant growth stuff and, like, you know, yeah. You know anything about mushrooms? I do. Right. Know a little. Because I told you I'm getting two PhDs, which, yes, I know, you don't know what those are. But in, and, yeah. I, I want to show you something. Okay. And right before your eyes, this, like, little old woman who's, like, bent with age is going to jump into the air, and before she hits the ground, she's going to be a rabbit. Uh, well, uh. And the rabbit will, like, look at you with that same, like, twinkle in her eye that she has, and... Like the rabbit's laughing at you a little bit. Okay. And then she'll turn back into the old woman right right there in front of you and say, Tuli, it's been uh-huh. a pleasure getting to know you, but I don't know if we have really much more to say. Yeah. But I will finally tell you my name in case on the road that life takes you on, you ever need help. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. I'm Sarah. That is a boring name. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I am the leader of my circle. Basically what Sarah will explain to you is that she voted to let you in, but she only represents one circle of druids, the rabbits, right? Okay. And she showed you why now. She's almost more at home in like her rabbit skin than she is in her human skin. She leads this circle of druids called the rabbits. And she'll just tell you, she's like, I can't tell you about all the other circles because they would be extremely upset with me. But just know that there are other circles represented by other animals that are led by other individuals. And because of harm that's been done in the past, they are very closed off to outsiders. But the rabbits remain the most accepting of outsiders and the most outgoing and I just want you to know that if it were up to me what's going to happen today wouldn't have happened and I wanted to take you out here and show you this Mm -hmm. before they won't let you see us anymore Mm -hmm. but for this day Mm -hmm. she will teach you as much and like answer like or are you not going to ask that many questions what are you going to do truly is probably going to go yup okay um cool sarah thanks you, you have no questions for me no <laughs> not not really one and and she'll just like look at you like she's super confused and she'll be like maybe maybe this one and she'll like her arms will like get hairier and she'll get bigger and her jaw will kind of like extend out as she like morphs into a bear and then the bear will like cock its head at you like oh holy shrooms on a skewer (laughs) (laughs) you know so magic the bear's gonna be like not science not science but but then not science the bear will just like nod its head but then like pound the earth 
Magic and, like, is... And then pound its chest, and then like pound a tree and pound its chest. And then it'll put a big bear paw on you. Uh-huh. And be like... Right. Tree, you know, chest, my chest, your chest, tree, ground, okay. sky. I'm going to, uh... Yeah. No, um... Yeah. And then she'll turn back into a, into a human and be like, Oh, well, I may have just been rash now. No, it's fine. I am Do me a favor and please don't tell anyone else that I did this. No, not at all. I leave today anyways, right? Who's going to believe me? My mom, my... My mom? My dad? The map makers? I just... My dad makes maps? We're a real boring family! I'm sorry, but I... I expected this to go differently. I know! Now I feel bad. No, it's fine! It's great! Um... Yeah! Cool! You know, it makes a lot more sense why I wasn't really getting your science. I'm smart. I really am. Like... No, okay. I can tell that you're very smart. You remind me of someone else that I knew a long time ago. Yeah, who's that? Um, I had a friend. He was magical in a different way, and I just thought maybe because you like, you know, mushrooms so much, yeah. that you would like our kind of magic. But maybe you're more of like, maybe you're more of a book person. I am a book person. Um, but I'm gonna go learn how to do that. I, I will. I'll figure it out. And maybe then... Oh, be very careful. Don't hurt yourself. Oh, it's okay. I'm like, did your mama? Did your mama ever tell you, like, don't don't make that face. It'll get stuck like that. <laughs> it's kind of like that, only, you know, horns or fangs or hair. Oh. Great. The boys love that. So, <laughs> so I, think, I think that yeah. there's definitely moments... Um, and, and we don't have to, if you don't like this for your character, we don't have to, but I've definitely like envisioned moments since, since like it's part of your story that like you saw a druid mm -hmm. wild shape and then they like kick you out, right? Yeah, yeah. And so this is that moment, except what I'm adding to that moment is that it happened in secret. Like it wasn't the druids consenting, hey, we're going to show her this, yeah. we're going to kick her out. It was... We don't want her here anymore. She asks way too many questions. She's annoying. She's loud. She keeps on she, saying the word science. Right. She, she doesn't, she doesn't get it. Like, we want her out of here. And mm -hmm. Sarah was advocating for you, but was outvoted. Right. And so she just takes you into the woods by yourself and is just like, poof. Like, check it out. This is what we are. And and then you had no training. And she's like, magic is So real. I've always had this image in my head of, like, wild Thule was learning how to wild shape oh, basically on her own. She just like gets like a dog paw for a day she and like can't to, get like, rid of it. it. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine that she does this and she's like, you know, I'm gonna try it on something simple like my hand. And so she does this. Right. She changes her right hand, not her left hand, because she's right-handed, into a dog paw and then has to like bandage it and can't take notes for a day. Right. So she's like <laughs> trying to like scribble with Either her hands clap together or, like, with her left hand. Or there's been times where she has to, like, do it with her mouth. Right. Where she has the pen and she's, like, writing notes with her mouth. And so I it's, think... It's like that episode of Steven Universe where he turns all his fingers into cats. <laughs> yes, where he turns all his fingers into kittens. Little cats. And I think oh this is how Elodin started to catch on that she was messing with stuff she shouldn't be. Right, right, because the banjo was always moving. Why <laughs> Yes. Like, like, and so, so, like... You never wear hats, but one day you have like a big like 
headdress on. Imagine there's like a horn sticking out like an antler. He's like, this is fine. This is normal. Trying out the I have head. no friends anyway, so it's fine. I'm on a headband. It was a unicorn. Okay, good. I'm, I'm really glad that you were on board yeah, with this. Yeah, definitely. So Sarah seems, and I want you to know, I am not vicariously like as a DM being disappointed through Sarah. Like it's just Sarah was disappointed in your reaction, not oh, yeah. not the DM. Cool, I, cool. I kind of figured that this is how it would go. <laughs> yeah. But Sarah will just get very quiet and just, okay, well, you know, it's getting dark soon and I think I've shown you as much as I can and um, we're really not supposed to be here anyway. Yeah. But do you, would you ever be interested in talking to me again? You're a nice person, Sarah. Um, sure. I, I probably could use some pointers and tips on experimenting on this with my own. So, um, yeah, I, yeah. Right. Okay. I'll see if I can teach you this in time. And she's basically going to tell you that in the forest where you guys are right now, where she lives. Mm-hmm which is called the Ironwood Forest, and it's very old. It's been there for right. a long time. Ironwood trees talk to each other. Mm. So if you ever find another Ironwood, because most of them are like right here in this forest. Mm -hmm. But if you speak something to an Ironwood tree in your travels, the message can get to Sarah. Okay. They all know her, and mm. they're all her friends. And she, she'll kind of pause, and you can actually make an insight check. 10. Okay, so you get the feeling that something else is there besides just like Druid, you know, this is my friend kind of tree thing, um, but you, you don't know what it is. You just kind of get this hint and then you probably just blow it off because you're like, oh, whatever, you know, she's a, she's a weird magic right. tree. Right, this is magic! Right, right, yeah. exactly. Yeah, I guess I would be rolling without modifiers, so six, even lower. Sure. Sure, yeah, I was making everybody else roll, but even a 10 wasn't high enough, so. So, so yeah, that's that's kind of like what you think about as your mind comes back to the present and you just realize like, maybe you're wondering like, do wizards have circles because the druids have circles or do druids have circles because the wizards have circles or do they not know that each other has circles or do wizards and druids get along? And yeah. Know, now that you're kind of seeing more of this. I think it's been Probably since she left the forest and like actually spoke to Elodin the first time about magic that she has even thought about Sarah. Yeah. Not because Tuli is heartless, but because she gets swept up in things. So like as like soon as- Like a wizard do. Yeah, like wizards do. And so as soon as she found her first cantrip book right. and then like spoke to Elodin about this for the first time because like he's being all dodgy and she was like, okay. So as soon as she really discovered that magic is really there and she can do it and she there's a school for this and she gets swept up and her life is busy, mm -hmm. she hasn't thought about Sarah at all just because she's excited. But I think this kind of brings her a little bit back to her roots where it's like, oh my gosh. All back this to your what? No. <laughs> 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 yeah. So um, brings her yeah. back to your roots. Because she, it's everything's new, and she just like her mind is freaked, just like her mind is freaked, like mm -hmm. like when she first discovered magic was real. So mm -hmm. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. That was a lot of fun. We didn't even leave the tower, but uh, maybe next time the heroes will see a wizard's tower get destroyed. Maybe they'll find a way to free these 
people who've been bound to this horrible fate. Thank you all so much for listening. Please like and subscribe. Go to our Twitter and give us some love there. That's at BattleBuddyPod. Um, iTunes reviews. Yeah. Those well, are good. Yeah. I, I guess I said like and subscribe, which is like a yeah. YouTube thing. <laughs> Wait, Smash that like button. <laughs> Ring that bell. Yeah. But, but yeah, do, do, do the iTunes thing. And five stars really help us out, and it encourages us, and it makes us want to keep doing this more for you guys. So uh, I'm like a vampire for your stars. And I am Logan, your DM. Oh my gosh. Did you just say that? Yeah. If you don't give us enough stars, he, he has to, you know... Eat us. Stop being a vegetarian. <laughs> then, I have to, then I have to, you know, drink the god's blood that's in the rocks. Yeah. Oh dear lord. Well, I'm Kayla, and I played Tilly the Tender. I'm Kelsey, and I am like a puppy dog for pets. So I, I'm signing out. Bye. I'm Jono, and I've been Tavin. Thanks for listening. Have a good night. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.